brought to you by. Brought to you by Fleet Feet today? Sure, yeah. 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 Okay. They offer 100% off at your next. No. Let's see. Ooh, we should have <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> Welcome to episode 14 of the Restoring Human podcast, where we believe humans were designed to flourish. Unfortunately, through many modern conveniences, uh, our ability to thrive has been limited. But through intentional lifestyle decisions, we believe we can return to an optimal state of health. I'm your host, Jarek Bakken. I'm Dr. Alex Arguello. We are joined today by the one and only... Fleet Feats, Phil Young. Wow. The crowd goes wild. The crowd does go wild. <sighs> so we are coming at you today from the Quad City Strength Expo, I believe. Strength, strength and Fitness. Strength and Fitness yeah, Expo, yeah. down at the uh, River Center here in Davenport. And today, we are brought to you by Fleet Feet Sports of Davenport. Yes. If you need a new pair of shoes to run or fitness or lift or walk any any type of activity fleet feet is definitely the spot in the quad cities to one of these things go to to Uh, as as well as mobility tools phenomenal phenomenal custom t-shirts they've got all the hookups (laughs) so phil Thanks for joining us today. You bet. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. Very fun. Um, So one of our kind of key pillars that we say is uh, just a foundation of being human and especially being a healthy human is movement. You bet. And one of the most primal of activities humans do is... Video games. Yes. Absolutely. Since the beginning. Moving your body fast with your legs. You bet. We call that running. Uh, Move thumbs fast, right? Huh? Yeah. You got to talk closer to your mic. Raise it up or something. Uh, Phil, why don't you tell us just a little bit about your history with getting into running? Why, like, I'll be honest. I don't like running. Sure. Why do you like it so much? <laughs> uh, gosh, I mean, uh, so we're down here at the River Center, right? A nice expo center, Davenport. Uh the Big Seven is a big road race uh, next weekend, seven miles through the streets of Davenport. Um, I think that's kind of where uh, where running began for me, uh, watching my parents run the Bix, um, watching the Bix with my parents, um, and just seeing uh, the, the spectacle, uh, yeah. the event. Um, it was kind of where my, my, my interests were peaked uh, from a young age. Um, I started to realize that uh, becoming Michael Jordan was uh, was becoming less and less hey, uh, realistic. You might have the size. I, well, I've still got time. I'm 31. Uh, you know, he came back at what 35. I don't know. Um, so anyway, I, yeah, I, I discovered uh, that that I was I was good at running, and so that you know I, I like to do things I'm good at. Um, so so that's that's where some of it started uh, as a youth. But I, but I think it was my college years when I really um, really started to. to kind of passionately pursue uh the activity uh for, for me it i wanted to compete collegiately and didn't really get that opportunity and so there was some 
uh, unhealthy probably, you know, bitterness and attitude towards kind of the sport and, and, and so trying to run maybe for different reasons. But, uh, but, but I started to train and just enjoy, um, enjoy my time out on the roads or on the trails. Uh, for, for me, it became very communal. Um, a lot of my deeper, uh, more meaningful relationships are with the people that I get to go run with. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll say, you know, um, not, not in the bad sense of the word, but even a lot of my more superficial surface relationships sure. casually are, are, are with other runners. Uh, so, so I love um, the, the running community, um, but I, I just love, um, man, the, the, the physical and mental benefits of being able to run with consistency, um, pain-free, uh, the, the way in which I'd want to, at the speeds that I'd want to, I, I just feel uh, well, a little bit in control of, of my fitness, but, but I, I just love um, the benefits. And I love the way I feel uh, after most runs, yeah. usually during. Uh, there's some runs that, that you push through but uh, and, and don't enjoy, but uh, getting out there, um, man, on the trails, on the roads, uh, local running events, uh, I, just, I, love, I love most of it. Yeah. So will you be doing the Bix? I will be running the Bix. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, this will be this will be like number eighteen or nineteen. Holy uh, so there, there's not a lot of things in my life Wait, that I've done. Not, yeah, man, count it up. So I ran I ran my first Bix with my mom Donna Young, uh, Isabel Bloom. Check them out. Uh, that was free. <laughs> and uh, gosh, yeah, I, I must have I ran the first six miles with her. Uh, I was eleven. 10 or 11, Gosh. and then she let me go at the top of Brady Street Hill and said, fine, go ahead, and I ripped down the hill. And, um, that was the closest my mom ever got to beat me in a race. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, that was, that was my first time, and then, uh, man, I didn't, I've, I've missed, I missed it four times, and it was during college. Yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll always be around. Nice. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So yeah. I've, I've been here my entire life, but have never ran the Bix. And I don't know why. This is this is the year. This it, is not. You've got six days. You've got six days. Six days. We're gonna run one mile tomorrow. Uh, two the next day. <laughs> there you go. It's gradual. The math. The Here math was always my it. plan was to try to sneak up to the front. Yes. And just dead sprint at yes. the beginning. Let's to try to be in the lead for a second. Listen, but I know bro, it would all probably smoke me even on the sprint. Bro, I've heard a story about somebody <laughs> in this circle here. Oh yeah, there's. I mean, there's good. It's happened. People have done that. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real though, did you not do that? No, so I've got a, I've got a really close buddy who did it like okay. three years in okay. a row. Um, uh, last year, maybe the, maybe the most meaningful thing uh, in regards to running up where you don't belong. Uh, I, there's a picture in the Quad City Times of me and then the top four female Kenyan athletes, and I'm like towering over them from behind. <laughs> and they're all coming up here like to my nipples, just, just about ready to destroy me. Um, I, I think they all beat me by like three or four minutes, but but for a minute there, I was I was a part of the group, man. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. That's so cool. Okay, yeah. so at some point you made a shift uh, from competitive running to kind of the direction that led you to where you're at right now. Sure. Owning a running store. What happened there? Yeah. So um, I. I College was kind of a, um, a bit of a journey for me. I, I didn't really have uh, strong ambitions towards a, a career. Uh, I, I wanted to have one. Uh, I just didn't know which. Uh, it's, it's important to clarify. Uh, driven, just not in any direction. Uh, so 
Uh, I started working retail after college uh, in a sporting goods store, and that, that quickly turned into a management role in uh, athletic footwear. Um, and, and that's where I think I, I started to enjoy uh, working with customers, talking with them about their goals, um, about their injury issues or, or how well things are going, uh, but we're just kind of digging in deeper with people, helping provide them with the resource that, that they're already kind of seeking out. Um, and, and, and then I mean, on the whole business management side of things, I actually discovered a bit of a passion for that, for the numbers. Yeah. And, um, a lot of it too, it was, uh, that, that, that helps make that, that running community that I talked about. I mean, it's pretty cohesive when, I, when, I'm, when I'm the guy at, at the store uh, who gets to talk with you and maybe help you find the right gear choice. And then, and then we can see each other Saturday at the local 5K. Uh, maybe we train together once a week yeah. on a run. Or we see, so um, that, that, that really, for me, was, um, it just made sense, like, like, like the, the community aspect of that. Yeah and, yeah, and getting to do, um, I, I don't have a lot of like different areas of my life. Like a lot of it's all pretty cohesive. I, sure. Uh, my, my, my career, my play time, like they're, they're all pretty related. Um, so yeah, that, that it went from working in a, in a bigger box uh, retail environment uh, to a specialty running store for about four years in, in some different management roles. Um, and, and then kind of was in a discernment process, uh, just recognizing that we, we had a passion for owning a store of our own and, and creating a, a, a community and um, uh, you know, a thriving community of fitness. And um, so we, we felt like coming back to Davenport was the thing to do. And uh, it's been about 18 months now, and uh, we're loving it. Yeah, it's cool. Very cool. So let's, I'm actually going to, we've got a number of questions from listeners, and I'm, I think I'm just going to intermix these in here a little Perfect. bit. So you with getting into kind of the business of running, you uh -huh. kind of had to get into a little more of kind of problem solving, troubleshooting, and part of that is kind of how the body is designed to run and how footwear you plays bet. into that, right? Yeah. So one of our questions from a listener was, uh, I don't remember when she said she did it, but she came into the store and her and her husband found out that they'd been wearing shoes that were too small for them for years. Sure. And now they've got these shoes, that all these shoes that are way too small and they've got <laughs> a big problem that they probably need to come back to you and yeah. replenish their stock. But uh, can you talk to us a little bit about how footwear plays into kind of, you know, how the human body and the foot is designed to run you bet um and that's a that's a big uh that's a robust topic um you know fly you, over yeah so, so here's the twenty thousand feet you know uniquely for me we're, we're, we're most commonly like we sell shoes right so um and in in i would say most situations a a piece of running footwear for most consumers it, it is a bit of a reaction it's a reaction to here's how I'm shaped, or here's how things feel, or here, here's the way that I move right now, and how can we um, pair a, a, a shoe, a piece of footwear, with my mechanics um, to make it not hurt um, and to make it enjoyable. Um, you know, and so, so there's, th that's what we're doing um, with, with great frequency. Uh, however, the, the, there's this great educational component that we love to interject as often as we can. Um, not that a shoe shouldn't be necessary uh, if, if mechanics and everything were beautiful and perfect, but th there is a, um, 
if, if we're going to pick injured runner number number A, uh, that's a letter, by the way. You, you know that, that we we can we can address those things in my setting. You know, we can address those things with footwear, uh -huh. potentially with insoles. Uh, maybe it's shin pain, and we can play around with massage or compression or some 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 things uh, to kind of treat. Uh, but from a preventative standpoint, speaking of running, uh, there's a lot of things in regards to mechanics, yeah. uh, right, that, that can make a much bigger difference than a shoe, which could potentially be viewed as a bit of a bandit. Um, I mean, in your intro, you mentioned the modern conveniences that are kind of getting in the way of yeah. um, human flourishment. Uh, th th there is a great dependency on running footwear for, for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, so, so much so that um, if the right shoe is not available, so someone becomes dependent on this model in this size, this year's edition, and next year it gets changed a little bit, and now it's over, right? Um, nothing fits the same, nothing feels right. Um, and I, I'm saying this has been some people's experience. Anyway, so, so you know, we're, we're I'm, I'm trying to fit people for what they perceive they need, um, but, but then also educate on, I mean, there's potential that you could get along in something different. There's, there's potential that, this, this shoe is not the only solution. Mm -hmm. I think we still need to use this as a solution, but gosh, let's work on our cadence. Let's work on our posture. Let's pay attention to where we strike the ground. Um, let's not increase our mileage by 40% from one week to week two. Um, so, so there are training principles, principles of biomechanics, um, nutrition. I mean, there are so many things that can help the runner. If the runner's goal is to, to be as pain-free as possible and to have longevity yeah. in their activity, um, Shoes are a huge part of that. For some people, they luck out, and shoes are really the only thing they have to care about, right? Uh, but a lot of people need a, a more comprehensive, cohesive solution. Yeah. And so we, we like to engage in those conversations. And, um, you know, I, I've kind of traveled that path uh, in my own running, being a often injured athlete to finding a way to produce the results I want and, and be efficient and stay healthy and not be as dependent upon product. Um, yeah. Again, all the while, we're, we're selling products. Yeah, so I've, I've heard you say before, I can run in any shoe, you know. But something I heard kind of intermixed in there was this whole fact that a big part of what you're doing is trying to make running accessible for people. You bet. And so if it needs to start with we kind of get this, like, low-hanging fruit give you what you need to start moving you bet that can be a starting point yep you know well it might well it may not be perfect well it may not be the ideal while you might be compensating for kind of a lack of how your body should be running sure like this is this is a good you know first step you bet i mean i, I two two situations specifically this week in the store uh, a cohort of mine uh Michelle and, then, and myself also, I two real specific circumstances where we, we had a customer um, either come back in the store or, or leaving the store after spending an hour with us. Uh, hugs, in tears, uh, I mean, yeah. that, that stuff is meaningful. Yeah. Um, when, when you can come in, and we, there's no magic, uh, but we've had people enter the store visibly frustrated with the pain that they're in, right? And, and again, there are so many different avenues to, to help restore you know, a, a, a status of no, you know, no foot pain or less pain or the rest of the body. But um, people come in in foot pain, and I can get them to leave feeling optimistic or hopeful. Sure. Seeing some of that pain go away, but feeling like they have a tool to help them get to 
the place they want to go. That's huge. Uh, you know, I, I don't have to interject. Well, you know, your cadence should be at 180, and we, we you really need to be running barefoot, you know, because that's the way we were designed. I, it, man, if I if I can get you to feel optimistic and have hope, um, and, and be able to do more than you could do yesterday, like like you said, that that's that's not a concession on my part. I'm I'm, I'm happy for that to be the solution. Um, but if people are, if I see that there's a place where we can add value by educating beyond these are the shoes you have to have. Uh, we love to educate because it's um, it's crucial and, and it's pretty it's it's not static you know you you can this could be the shoe for Jarek right now and everything's going great and then it, seemingly to the consumer at the drop of a hat things can change you can be injured you can think the shoes suck you can be in pain you can need a new solution and so we it's not uh, I mean we, we have people come in and say hey I just need a new pair of these and I say sit down like we're gonna talk we're gonna measure we're gonna reassess I want to know what you're doing what you've been doing where we're going yeah that's um, where my question comes in uh, like so what is a when somebody comes in just walks in your store like yeah. what's the process look like that you're taking them through totally um you know it, it can be different uh circumstantially but but most often um people come in looking for footwear right um i need new running shoes or, or i'm looking for a new pair of shoes is usually the comment and then i'll ask what are you using them for and people will put up a defense and say well i'm not a runner um, I, I, I run three miles a day, five times a week. I'm not a runner. <laughs> um, so, so there's a there's some intimidation. People people put up these. Of a lot of I know, I know. Me. It's incredible. People, uh, go ahead, feel free. I give you the permission. Self-identify as a runner. If you move, right. you can be a runner. Um, so, so, uh, so, so we're coming in. And we're starting that conversation. Uh, you know, in, uh, on our end with my staff, we kind of call it the interview. So, so we are going to ask questions to find out what you think you need, um, you know, what, what kind of what you're hoping to leave with, uh, what, what your experience has been. So why? Why, why are you in here? Um, this is good. Man, we got Snapchat. We got everything <laughs> today. Um, so, so you come into the store and, and you, you perceive that you need footwear because why? Because you're going to start a regiment, because you're in pain, because your current shoes are worn out. So I need to find out what your why is. Um, we're going to sit down talk a little bit more, uh, find out if there's something, you know, additional you're hoping to accomplish. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for new shoes, but actually, I, I, I like mine. I wish they were a little lighter weight, or I, I feel beat up later in the run, or my toenails falling off. Okay, so we, th those things are important, right? So there's, we're going we're gonna to prod and dig and make sure I, I have all the information we need. Um, we're we're going to take some barefooted measurements, um, looking at uh, heel-to-toe length, arch length, uh, the width of the foot at its widest point, um, the height of the arch. Uh, we'll, we'll do some some weighted and unweighted measurements uh, to see change in kind of the, like the, the strength of your systems, uh, kind of from the waist down. And that you can probably speak to that even more than I could. Um, we'll, we'll do some some walking, which is in a vacuum. You know, we're, we're the, the walking in the store is not running down Brady Street Hill, but it is relevant. It's, it's relevant yeah. information for for how I could help you find a shoe that pairs up well with your with your body. Um, so we're, we're going to look at all those things. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions about preferences. Um, and then we'll pull. You know, people don't often shop our shoe selection. I'm shopping it. I'm going to yeah. get that information. I'm going to bring you. I'm going to set you up to succeed. And then you're going to shop. You're going to test this product. You're going to put it on. You're going to go outside and run. You're going to get on the treadmill. Um, we're going to figure it out together. Yeah. So... 
first point here. Amazon doesn't do any of that stuff for you, folks. That's true. Uh, but <coughs> I don't know too many places that do do that. No, yeah. No. So from experience, my wife and I came in one day. She was she was looking for a certain pair of shoes. And so she knew what she was looking at. And um, you know, she said, I'd like, to, I'd like to try these out. She goes, I think I'm a, or she goes, I, I need a seven. And I think it was Haley. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she goes, okay, well, we'll, we'll check and make sure. Yeah. And it's like, you know, n n like not like saying that that's, that's great that you kind of have an idea, but I like, that's possibly subjective or, yeah. you know, like, yeah, like let's, I've got this, I don't know what that thing is called. The Baranic device. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's fun about that is, you know, I, a lot of times we'll get some raised eyebrows when we maybe bring footwear out and the consumer would say, oh, what's, what size are those? And I'd say, well, they're 10 and a half. They're and, your and size. Says, oh, my, yeah, they're perfect for you. Uh, you, you know, the, we have zero agenda from a size component. Sure. Uh, except that it would fit you in an optimal fashion. Um, I, I, I want the user to be comfortable in the shoe. Uh, to be able to, for their foot to function, for the toes to display, for, for, for as much of a natural mechanic to be achieved inside of this footwear. Um, and there's a lot of people wearing a shoe that their foot fits into, but the shoe does not fit them. And those, those are different. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's a good statement right there. Yeah, you put that on a shirt. You could. So you're not just trying to sell the nines because you only have one pair no of nines No way. No way. <laughs> or, I mean, talking about business or the yeah, ones right. with the most profit. Yeah, like, no way. Yeah. That's cool. Um, okay. Oh, while I while I pull up a very specific question. Yes. Um, oh yeah. Do your thing. One of the one of the questions from a very familiar face listener. I won't mention. You can go on Facebook and look at it. This question was, what is the uh, was the optimal number of toes per foot? Oh yes. Asking for a friend. <laughs> this is a trick question. Um, so we do have one really, uh, really good question from a listener here. Yeah. Uh, well, I got a question before you pull that up. Yeah. There um, you go. What are some of the symptoms? So, like, if somebody wants to be a runner and they're just trying to, you know, add miles to their week or whatever, but things start to hurt, uh -huh. like, what are some of the common things that are happening that you would say it's probably the shoe or is that not something that you can go to right away? Like, if you have to get it a, a kind of evaluation of Totally. Sure. So I would, um, it's a really good question and to kind of repeat it in the way that I'll answer it. I, I think there are things, there are problems that the shoe can be causing. Yeah. Then there are problems that the shoe could help address yeah. that, that probably still are being caused by something else, you know? Um, so, so the, and, and most of the time I'm, I'm maybe not making that distinction with a customer um, because most people don't care. They just want to feel good. You know, uh, but but we'll educate when we can. Uh, but but I'd say the most common, the most common things that are like, uh, give me five minutes, we'll make a quick switch, and send you out the way in in the, a more optimal shoe. The most common things there would be feet falling asleep, my toes going numb two miles in. You know, make sure you say something about yeah. that. Um, losing toenails. A lot of people. <laughs> there's a lot of like people who've run maybe two or three half marathons that are really getting into really like running and. Yeah, I mean, I lose some toenails, but I'm a runner, right? Like, no, like, no, no, no. Like, let's fix that. You, pro I mean, you probably shouldn't have to do that. Like, you, you probably shouldn't have to lose your toenails. Uh, some folks do, but uh, no, it's it's usually ill fit. Uh, so, 
you know, foot uh, numbness, falling asleep, toenails, yeah. like extreme blistering in certain spots. I mean, my, my toes are kind of blistered up right now, and, but I've kind of found that I'm not just tolerating it. It's, it's like it's at a fine level. There's like this baseline for me that it, it does not bother me. I'm not putting up with it uh, because I think it's part of the territory. It's just, it's, they're just there. Um, gosh, let's see. Uh, I mean, arch pain, uh, I mean that, that's that's a very big topic, uh, and it, and it can be coming from all kinds of different areas. But it could be created by a shoe that's too small or too firm, um, or not firm enough. Yeah. Uh, it can be addressed with the shoe. Um, so would you say things like knee issues, hip issues? That's more mechanics than. Yeah, shoe? but uh, I mean a quick easy one for instance. Uh, you know, if, if a consumer has medial knee pain. You know, both, both it's bilateral, both sides, and it's on the inside. Maybe there's some medial shin pain as well. I mean, it, it's probably a hip strength issue. There's probably some imbalance, but it very well could could be addressed quickly by a shoe that has more medial stability. So a, a firmer durometer, that's a fancy word. Put that one, ding. Uh, uh, you know, firmer support on, on the inside of the shoe underneath the arch to, to help slow down that body's tendency to want to slam in towards yeah. the midline. Um, we can slow that down, maybe reduce some inflammation or, or, or the, the propensity to, to move towards um, strain. Yeah. But, but I would say, uh, you know, that, that that's, it, it's complicated. Sure, um, sure. So <clears throat> I know that, I, and I think we agree here, I think ideally, for us, we're aiming at walking around in something that is as close to the way your foot is designed as possible. Meaning, get something under your foot to protect you from stepping on hard and sharp things. Yep. But other than that, let's try not to change the way that your foot hits the ground. Yep. Right. Yeah. So there's, and what's you know what's interesting is, um, and, and this is not new. I think. We're in our 20s and 30s, and we feel like everything we experience is the first time it's happened. But like six or seven years ago, it was barefoot running. Right. Take off your shoes. Run. Uh, be free. You know, and that um, there's some great truth there, right? But if you swing too far right. over here, it's danger. Well, and especially it depends where you're coming from. Yes. Like. Yes. I'm always hurt, and I wear you know giant spaceship shoes. Take them off. Run barefoot. No. You know, let's not do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. So there's there's, there's run barefoot, and then there's, you know, honestly, there, there's there's an entire industry that is, you know, custom orthotic. Um, let, let's let's treat the uh, symptoms rather than the problem. And I don't, we don't need to get in a bigger discussion about that. Um, but but I heard, so, okay, stop moving, stop wearing flip flops, stop sure. wearing, walking barefoot in the house. You've got to put all these things on to help try, and, and it it just. My, my opinion generally is that that can kind of, where, where you probably shouldn't run barefoot on the pavement, you probably shouldn't cast your foot and teach it to not be strong. Right. Uh, and so where I can kind of land in the middle is, look, we, we're going to have to address some things with the product and with the shape. And then on the other side, like, it sure would be nice if you were efficient and, and to not need all this stuff. So we kind of hang out here in the middle uh, where I'm going to do, I can be kind of all things to all people in, yeah. in that in that situation, um, but yeah, it is. You know, my, my my desire and the comment you made earlier about Phil Young having being able to run in almost any shoe. 
I understand the product, right? So that's not super fair. I can I can go into sure. any store and look at something quickly and and put it on and decide this will work for me. Yeah. Uh, but it's because I've I've studied and worked on having a fairly efficient gate or mechanic yeah. to where I'm not engaging, uh, you know, 80% of the shoe or depending on most of it. So it's a placeholder, you know, it, it's, it's something between me and the pavement, but it's not a deal breaker. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that uh, jargon. Look at all this. Right? Yeah. We had one question. I don't know if this was serious or not, but, <laughs> uh, oh, it was probably on my personal one. Your wife asked a question. I'll, oh. I'll find it. But uh, this first one, this might take a little bit. So we probably only have about 10 minutes. Okay, okay. Here, we'll right. answer this one because this is a really good question. Yep. Okay. Question from a listener. At 26, I have been diagnosed with plantar fasciitis, uh, tarsal tunnel. Is that correct? Or well, is yeah, that I guess carpal tunnel is metacarpal, so this okay. must be metatarsals. And have scar tissue buildup on the bottom of my feet. I wear a brace at night to sleep in. I've been doing physical therapy now for over a year and custom inserts uh, for the shoes I wear daily. I went from running six plus miles several days a week to not being able to run at all. What else can I do to get better? What is a realistic expectation and prognosis for yeah. me as far as running goes? So this might be for both of you guys. Totally. Go ahead. Um, so. First of all, I, I, I'm frustrated for you. That, yeah. That's yeah. whoever you are out there. Um, we can figure this out. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing, you know, there's days where I don't want to go out and run, but there's nothing worse for me than not being able to go. Yeah. And then I appreciate yeah. I appreciate the activity very quickly, uh, the ability to go do it. So, yep. um, man, I would, I would say that the plantar fasciitis is about two out of three customers. We, we end up using that language in the store. Sure. And it's usually the consumer using it telling me that that's what's going on. Um, a lot of that is WebMD and self-diagnosis, <laughs> and uh, it's crazy. But it, it sounds like we're seeing a professional here, and we've discovered that this is kind of what's going on. Um, and briefly, you know, plantar fasciitis, uh, it's become a little bit of a junk drawer uh, uh, of a term, and sometimes inappropriately so. But um, we, you know, the, the, the fascia underneath the, the tendons of the foot that run, I mean, we're talking about Achilles tendon all the way to the heel. but, but heel up into the metatarsals it's this it's this fascia this sheath you know tearing right uh, small little micro tears and then it creates these sharp pains and can calcify and turn into a heel spur I mean there's there's a lot of things going on um, I just hit my steps goal and I didn't take a step <laughs> technology uh, yeah fireworks so uh, I'm moving a little bit uh, so I, I mean I would say listen you were you were running six miles a day and and I, I would say that without being able to see any of this, ask more questions about what shoes, how they're fitting, look at things, touch and feel. Um, my assumption would be that that running for this user was under a circumstance that was maybe a ticking time bomb. Okay. You know, so, so, so things maybe seemed like they were going okay because on the surface that you, you had a shoe that was functioning, um, running felt pretty good. Uh, at six miles a day, you're you're doing it. Um, you are you're a runner, uh, and you're doing a lot of it. And then and then now we can't go at all. And it sounds like the things that this person is being told is, you know, we're 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 in a night splint, so we have got the foot dorsiflexed, and and, and we're, we're basically treating these tendons so that when you wake up, everything's not boom and and hurts real bad on those first steps. And 
providing some relief. Um, and then we're not wearing sandals, and we're wearing these orthotics in every shoe. And so we're trying to give shape uh, to an area that's maybe been weak and not had a lot of shape. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, quickly, uh, potentially an inefficient running mechanic that's heel-driven out in front of your center of mass, it asks all the systems of the body to do a lot of work at impact, right? There's a lot of impact. Um, and, and, and so you can you can put a shoe underneath that and try to call attention to the way your body wants to move when you strike inefficiently. Again, I'm making suppositions. But then here we go, one year, two year, five years, and all of a sudden, you know, whatever happened, and now yeah. we're in pain. Um, and so now, you know, some folks are saying, well, you got to stop. You got to stop not wearing shoes. You got to always wear this thing. You got to always sleep in this thing. And I, I think recovery and, and being kind of restored to, you know, status quo or, or back to like, okay, I can't run, but it, I'm not in pain. That's important. And those tools are very valuable. But but I think moving forward, you can't, we, we probably can't do the same mechanics, same, same shoes, and just hope that this isn't going to happen again. I think there's, yeah. there's education to, to do in regards to posture and then the way that one runs and um and then there may be a footwear change gosh i would love if this situation was come in and we just discovered your shoes are a size and a half too small and your toes haven't been able to work for seven years that would be great you know sure let's make a change so i i mean what, what what's a you know she asked about like what what could she realistically hope yeah i mean i'm i you know we can only do so much in the store but i think it's come in and let's dig in because there may be a pretty quick uh change to make in product and some, some, you know, two or three principles to consider when re-engaging the activity of running, and then maybe you can run with health for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have much more to, to add to that. Because, um, like you said, it, it sounds like she has seen some professionals, so hopefully she's getting, a, you know, the correct diagnosis yeah. and the correct treatment. Um, but unfortunately, like we've always talked about, kind of the, how the healthcare system works is they see a symptom and they figure out how can we get rid of this symptom, which yeah. you kind of already referring to. So there probably isn't, hasn't been much of what led to this in the first place. Right. You know, what could we have maybe looked at, you know, far before this actually happened to make sure it doesn't yeah. happen. So I would definitely get with somebody like Phil who can kind of look at mechanics, look at the shoe, look at, you know, just measuring your feet just to see what, what all that is there. Um, the only other thing that maybe I would recommend is, from a nutritional standpoint, um, just making sure that she is staying away from anything that's inflammatory. Yeah. Yep. So as she's trying to heal, her if she's from her nutrition, if she's eating things that are just going to make chronic inflammation in her body, like that's not going to help the right. the foot at all. Right. You totally. know, even if she's doing all these other modalities to try to decrease inflammation in that specific area like she's just working against herself if she is eating inflammatory so that's just kind of a I guess a basic health recommendation that can help that specific thing um, maybe something she could try is like if she is in a ton of pain instead of going to something like an ibuprofen or some sort of anti-inflammatory finding some systemic enzymes so the most popular one is called Wobe enzyme that just kind of helps to modulate inflammation. It'll also help to kind of get rid of some of that fibrotic tissue that's developing. Um, so that's something that she could also look into. Cool. Something I would, I would just to talk around this, this specific conversation, um, a, a valuable resource we do have in town, I, because we, we work pretty closely with a lot of the medical professionals in the area, right? Receiving referrals, 
uh, kind of working on both sides of a customer. So, hey, how's it going in therapy? Hey, what are we doing with shoes? Yeah. Um, we, we've got some incredible physical therapists um, in town that, that uh, understand this, specifically for the runner, the runner wants to run. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to be told, take eight weeks off, never do it again, right. stop going. So, um, th you know, there, there are some, some educated, um, well-meaning, uh, most people are well-meaning, right? Uh, anyway, we've got some valuable resources here, a lot of good partners that, that we work with and, and refer people back and forth to. Um, and, and, and you don't have to be a runner to understand how the body works and that the runner wants to run. But specifically, I mean, there are some clinics in town where the therapist has, is a runner, they've been injured, they've dealt with the things you've dealt with, and they know the road back, and, um, and, and they understand where I'm coming from, and so if we're, um, if we're working together with the same person, it, it's pretty cohesive. Um, so there are resources. Cool. So currently, at this moment, we are two workouts into three workouts of the day. Alex yes. and I need to get rolling here, um, but number one, I definitely have some ideas of some more stuff that we could do together. I don't know if it's necessarily another episode, but um, Part some, other, B. some other stuff talking about, uh, I think, getting into the nitty-gritty of, like, how the body's made to run. Sure. I think I think you can definitely look forward to that. Uh, the other thing, I just want you to give, like, a quick one sentence. You, you uh, do a lot of running groups and yep. help people get going. Where can people find information about that? Uh, so fleetfeetdavenport.com. There's a little tab training uh, or slash training if you don't want to click a button uh we, we probably do a better job with facebook and instagram uh -huh. than the website so you can check those things they're pretty fluid uh we've got an email list that you can subscribe to and find yep. out about that stuff cool you bet. sweet all right hit him up fleet feet sports davenport thank, thank you guys thank you very much catch you later